0: Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, Anybody who's been reading our posts, especially lately, knows how anxious we have been about the election and where things are headed. And uh, our guardian angel spirit guide through this entire process has been our guest today, uh, Jessica Craven, who does an amazing newsletter um, we're, which is how we first were introduced to her. It's called Chalkwood Carry Water. And we'll let her tell you about that. But it gives you daily actions so that you can be involved politically and make a difference. And um, and then when we did our summit in August, uh, we asked Jess to do a workshop that she has called Activism 101, and it was an incredible hour where she gave us all these different things that we could do to be involved and help um, make a difference during the election period. And we have been doing them tirelessly. We've been writing letters, we've been sending postcards, uh, we have been texting, we've done everything but calling because we're still a little shy and (laughs) introverted when it comes to that, but just assures us that even introverts could make calls. So she's gonna tell us about that today and a bunch of other things. We're just gonna talk with her about what we can all do in the six weeks, 39 days, I think that we have left um, to make a difference. And she's gonna maybe talk a few of us off the um, ledge (laughs) of our anxiety and nervousness, no pressure. Um, But so welcome to our group today, Jessica Craven. Thank you,
1: thank you for having me um just... thanks both of you you've been such wonderful advocates and uh this is a great group and i'm very glad to be here and uh yeah do you want me to start by just talking about the thing that nancy and i were talking about before we started
0: i think that'd be, I a, great that'd words, be a good uh... idea okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh well you know we nancy was uh saying that she was having some anxiety and i think that a lot of people are having a lot of anxiety because the news is extremely anxiety provoking right now And uh, I was just saying simply that I, my tactic right now is just to stay very, very, very busy. Um, I feel that there is an enormous amount of fear mongering happening in the news right now. And there is a, um, you know, there is a payoff for Trump and for his side when we are all freaking out and running around, um, you know, wringing our hands about the fact that he's going to steal the election. Because every minute that I'm doing that, I am not working to get out the vote. And honestly, I see what's happening right now. It's a very successful form of voter suppression. They are very successfully getting people to feel like it's hopeless and we're already gonna lose because he's already gonna steal the election. And so what's the point? And in that sense, he's a giant bully who is successfully bullying the entire schoolyard right now with a threat that he can't even possibly carry out. And I know that people read the Atlantic article and I know that people feel that he's gonna get all these people to sort of line up and do these horrible things to, um, and and I just am not, I'm not there. I actually still have enough faith in the American system as a whole, although parts of it are very broken right now. Um, And I, I, I subscribe to this wonderful writer, R. Hubble, who writes a political uh, newsletter every night. And, um, you know, he he said exactly this, this morning, he was like, it, it's quite frustrating to see people so quickly buy into this kind of, you know, Trump says all kinds of things. He says insane things all the time. And like, I never believed anything that he says. So I don't know why we're all believing this part so much that he is going to successfully organize a coup right in front of us that the entire country will participate in. Um, or enough to carry it out successfully it's I I have a very sort of you know my my spiritual practice is such that what I what I have learned to do no matter what is happening in my life that is troubling or scary is to stay in the day and do the thing in front of me that I can do and that's where the chop wood carry water comes from is just instead of freaking out about something that might happen in six weeks um, what can I do right now and and frankly I'm distressed at the level To which his tactics right now are successful. I'm distressed at how many people I see who normally would be busy making calls right now, who have spent their entire days sending frantic emails back and forth about, is he going to steal the election? Well, yeah, he's going to win the election if we don't work. So work, you know? I mean, as I try to remind people, if Trump were this able to steal an election, he would not have let us win in 2018. We would not have won Doug Jones's seat in the Senate. We would not have won the governor's seats. We won last year. We flipped to Virginia State House. We flipped essentially the New York State House, although they were Democrats, but they caucused with Republicans. We got them all out. Like we have voted so many bad actors out and nobody one time has said, oh, that election wasn't valid, sorry. People accept the results of an election. Trump won't, but Trump is a malignant narcissist. He's insane. So who cares? I mean, he these I won't even begin to list the delusions that guy lives under. But there are a lot of people who would have to cooperate with him and I fundamentally don't believe they will. Um, and, and whether or not, okay, even if they will, there's nothing we can do about it now, but what we can do is win so overwhelmingly that that's not even a possibility. And if our numbers are enormous, which they absolutely can be We absolutely have the numbers for it. All indications are that early voting is overwhelmingly on our side. So just keep it up. Don't let this total loser baby man distract you from saving the country. He's not worth the gum on the bottom of my shoe, this man. And people are giving entire days and weeks to worrying about what he's gonna do. Who cares, he's a loser. The guy is a loser. So let's just make sure that we have so many votes that even he with his total delusions and delusions of grandeur and whatever else he has, cannot lie. I keep thinking of the inauguration crowds. You know, He said over and over again that it was the biggest inauguration crowd ever, but history and all of us know that it wasn't. So he can yeah. say, we're all cheating or we're all, but everybody else will know that that's not the case. And frankly, I don't think that the military is so behind him at this point that they're going to enable him in a coup. It's just not gonna happen. So sorry i'm very passionate about this because that's good (laughs) my job is to recruit people into action my job is to get people busy making phone calls which is a proven tactic for winning elections right sending letters sending postcards text banking Mm -hmm. these things work and when people are wringing their hands in this kind of like fear mania they're not doing that so i just got off the phone with i mean off of a call with flip the west with their team of people who are working to flip the Senate it's an enormous team of people who are so committed and working so hard don't let all of these people work so hard and then give all of our attention to the the ninny in the white house instead you know come and join us in the work we will win in the work so that is my sermon sorry i'm just drinking my tea so i'm very <laughs> no you
0: know. it's, it's no it's excellent we need to hear it yeah we need to hear you it everybody is already saying great advice and thank you yeah. and it's it is true i mean i wake up every day i feel like totally panicked and then i I go through the list in my head like oh am i freaked out about this no is it this no and they go oh it's the election and then i roll out of bed and i pick up my postcards (laughs) (laughs) yes and And i'll tell you and i just start writing and i wait until i can get on to the text thing and i start texting and i feel better
1: you know Mm -hmm. yeah Action is the antidote and it is every time. And, you know, I'm doing these Activism 101 classes and so many people are coming, which is great. So part of my job is just to let other people know how many people are doing this work right now. So in my workshop, you know, you heard me talk about the, the drop of water, right? And it's very easy for us all to feel like that individual drop of water, like, oh, who cares? I'm just, I'm so small. And if I just make like one hour of calls, who cares? Like it's so insignificant. But you have to remember all the other drops of water who are also doing their little jobs. And when you get that many drops of water together, that's, as I say, when you start to carve stone, like then suddenly you are participating in something so much bigger than yourself. And there are a lot of people doing this work. I am telling you because I do it with them and I see them and I hear about the groups that are phone banking and postcarding and sending letters to voters in Milwaukee and just little groups that have got brilliant ideas for ways to help and are doing them. And uh, the news doesn't talk about it. And I remember before 2018, the news didn't talk about it either. I was like, am I crazy? Because I feel like with this much stuff happening, we are gonna win, but everyone keeps saying, we're gonna lose, but I see what people are doing. How could we possibly lose? And we won, right? But the news is not gonna say, oh, we're gonna win. Because that doesn't get clicks and we, these little, you know, we middle-aged women activists, we definitely don't get clicks, right? Like nobody cares about us. We're middle-aged women, but the work that we are doing is massive and we are gonna save the country. Don't get me wrong. That is what is going to happen. And the news will not care until after it's happened and then they'll give the credit somewhere else because no one wants to credit people like us, but it doesn't matter. We're not doing it for the credit. Fine. We're doing and, it for our and kids, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. so who cares? But. Believe me, I remember this from 2018. No one covered the resistance back then either. Even after the fact, no one covered us. But it's fine. We're still going to do the work and we're still going to win. You can attribute it to the tooth fairy for all I care. I don't really care, but we are doing the work and we know how to do this work. And let me tell you, people are doing this work in vast numbers. So, but that's not what I came here to talk about. I came here to talk about phone banking, but I just, you know, I get passionate because No, it's important. I yeah. want to wear a big t-shirt that just says less news uh, less news more action. Because yeah. honestly, even I can get sucked into Twitter and after 5 minutes on Twitter, I want to kill myself. It's over, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not reality, that's Twitter. And there's a you know, there are aspects of reality on it, but there's also a lot that is not real on it. The work is real. You know, talking to voters on the phone is real. I've phone banked several times already this week and when I get someone on the phone who was like on the fence and I convince them, that's real. And, uh, you know, you guys and the people doing this work, we are real and we we will make a difference. So I guess I'm here to do the opposite of what Trump is doing today, right? Like I want to empower people and give them their faith back and remind them that they have power. And that, you know, you have agency, you can make a difference. Every single person listening to this is hugely powerful. Don't let Trump take that away from you. He doesn't deserve to have anything of yours, nothing.
2: Yeah, thank so. you <laughs> <Okay>. I'm <laughs> I'm I now. needed to, I I needed to hear that thank you thank you. I had one other question for you about something I read this morning. Did you read that Esquire magazine article about um maybe people who can should vote in person I didn't okay because it was I just didn't. saying that it was just saying that you know this whole his whole scam right now is based on you know mail in votes and and delegitimizing the mail-in vote. So what do you think right. about that? Do you think it it's better if people can take the chance and go vote in person? Is it better to vote in person?
1: I don't know. I think that, I know in California, we were told that if we mailed our ballots by October 10th, mm-hmm. that they would be counted by election day. Um, mm-hmm. But again, we've had so many elections where the results were not determined for weeks after and nobody right. cried foul. No one said that election is not valid. Katie Porter, her election was determined like two weeks after the fact. No, She's yeah. there in Congress kicking ass. I mean, mm-hmm. Trump can say what he wants. It requires more than him saying right. that something is fraudulent. And frankly, I really don't see Mitch McConnell as awful as he is. He's, he made a statement today saying like, we're gonna respect the results of the election. He's not gonna go down mm-hmm. that road. Right. I just don't, I mean, so I think vote however you feel. I'm voting by mail. Yeah. I'm gonna mail my yeah. ballot right after I get it and I'm gonna track my ballot. Just mm-hmm. vote. I don't think when we yeah. vote is as much at issue. If it makes you feel better, sure, go vote in person. Most right. states have early voting. We yeah. go to the grocery store. I don't actually think right. that voting is like a super dangerous activity. But if you're mm-hmm. someone who's highly at risk, vote by mail. Yeah. I don't think it matters. Just vote, vote, and track your and, ballot. Yeah. Make a voting plan and get three friends and family to vote. Especially those who probably wouldn't have voted unless you prompted them, because honestly, your friends and family are more likely to vote if you ask them to than if I some stranger calls them. You know, this is relational organizing. It's really critical right now that we right. each take responsibility for getting three people who maybe wouldn't have voted otherwise to vote. I'm working on my niece. That's my that's my goal. you know she's one person who's right now is thinking of writing in a candidate and i'm working on her with everything i know to get her not to do that and it doesn't matter the reasons this is just really important to me and if i fail i'll work on someone else Mm
0: -hmm. but if we all do that think about the power of that so you bring up a good point too which is you can track your ballot once you send it Mm -hmm and everybody should do that just to make not in, not clear. in every state not in every okay. state sorry
1: to interrupt you but in many yeah. states you can yes okay yeah
0: and where do you and find uh, where do you go to do that
1: secretary of state website the secretary okay. of state website is really your friend you just google your state secretary of state and then all of your questions are, are can be answered there so and yes in california they make it very easy to sign up where you can actually you'll all get a text message when they receive my ballot and a text message when it's been Um, you know, entered into the system. So I don't know that every state does it as well, but look into your state and find out.
2: And another really important thing about voting by mail is to follow the instructions very carefully.
1: Yes. Yes. if you
2: sign sign in the wrong place or you sign your signature sloppily and it doesn't match what they have on record or you don't steal the inside envelope or whatever it is you do wrong, That vote will be disqualified. So we need to make sure that you follow the directions very carefully. Well,
1: and in Pennsylvania in particular, with this whole naked ballot thing, if you mail in your vote by mail ballot, put it in the inner envelope, because if you don't put it in that inner envelope, the secrecy sleeve, they will not count it, which is absurd, but, you know. We have to work with a lot of absurdity right now yeah (laughs) so yes being educated about what the rules are in your state is incredibly important particularly if you live in a swing state or a voter suppression state which is
0: yeah and like i'm gonna i'm getting together with some elderly relatives i told them once they get their vote that we're going to go to lunch we're going to take a risk and go to an outdoor restaurant And I'm gonna walk them through it. I'm gonna make sure they do it exactly right. And then we're gonna go wherever they can go to drop it off, we're gonna drive there with them. We're gonna make sure. So if you know anybody that might not, you don't think 100% is gonna understand the process because it's so different than what they're used to, offer to help them.
1: Yeah, yes, absolutely. That is exactly right. Yeah, and elderly people don't always, A lot of times when we phone bank, we'll find someone who's, you know, 81 years old. Yes, I want to vote for Biden, but I don't have internet. I mean, not everybody has internet, right? Um, Right. And so those people need sometimes someone to show up at their door with a form or, you know, help ordering the form for them and having it sent to them or whatever. But yes, I think we all need to think of the older people, the less tech savvy people
2: and reach out to them. Yeah. And as Lisa said in the comments, also, if you add a stamp, even though a lot of vote, yeah. ballots don't require a stamp, if you add a stamp, it will um, make sure that it's treated as first class mail.
0: Yes. So that's how, plus it supports the post office. Which we yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Win-win.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, you know, and try to remember, I just want people to remember that the majority of America desperately wants Trump out of office. The majority. Like, yes, he has got a very devoted, small following, but the rest of the country will is desperate to have him out. So people are gonna work very hard to vote and make their friends vote. It's just, I know there's so much fear. And I, sh- I mean, look, I share it, but I also, I want us to have faith in each other. And I want us to have faith in this country. It's not broken fully yet. It's very broken, but I still believe there's enough of an infrastructure in place that we can have a fair election as long as enough of us show up. This is not an election that anyone can sit out. We need numbers. So can we talk about phone banking now?
0: Excellent phone (laughs) banking. I wanna say one thing though. I today started (laughs) to um, to write postcards for John Ossoff. You know him? John Ossoff, for for everybody who doesn't know, is running for Senate in Mm -hmm. Georgia and I really wanted to point out that thing I love about him, which is his hashtag is, his name is Joe John Ossoff, O-S-S-O-F-F. And his hashtag is hashtag vote your Ossoff. Oh, that is good. <laughs> that's so a good one. He deserves to win. So I just wanted to give him a little plug.
1: Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Georgia is doing really well. Stacey Abrams released some statistics today about uh, early vote and vote by mail in Georgia, and it's already off the charts with, you know, typically Sorry. voters who vote our way. So she's been working her butt off in that state. People are working very hard. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I have a lot of faith. I have a yeah. lot of faith.
0: Well, you've um, made let's, let's, us all feel better. So, um, so now what do we do? How do we make it happen?
1: Well, let's talk about <laughs> phone banking for a second because this is the you know this is the big challenge right now. So first of all, people are voting already, right? In a lot of states, the election has started. We are officially in the election, and starting next week, that's it. Like it's election month. We are fully in GOTV. Get out the vote, right? So um, all of the big organizations are having their big weekends of like training and phone banking starting next weekend. So why, you probably all know this, but why do we phone bank? Why can't we all just send postcards until the election? Because postcards increase voter turnout somewhere between one and a half to 2%, right? Which is a nice little bump in turnout. Um, As I always say in my workshop, Donald Trump won in Wisconsin by 7 tenths of 1%, right? So we're not gonna sneeze at one and a half percent because that would have won us Wisconsin. He won the entire election by 77,000 votes, you guys. It's just not a lot of votes, Um, or you people. Sorry, I'm very much trying to stop saying you guys. Um, (laughs) But, um, okay, so those postcards, about a one and a half to 2% bump. Vote forward letters, which are amazing, and I know you are doing those as well, and I've done a (laughs) bunch, my husband does them. Those letters are great. They increase turnout by about 3.4%, right? That's the their studies have shown. So phone banking, is significantly more than either of those things, right? Phone banking, talking to a person voice to voice can increase turnout by maybe twice what the vote forward letters can when we're lucky. So again, these don't sound like huge percentages, but that's more than enough if we can get enough people on the phone. And um, there's a great phone banking video that I'm playing in my workshop now that um, this woman is just talking about why we phone bank. And it's not as many people think to persuade Trump voters. And I think that people think that they are going to be forced to get on the phone and argue with somebody like their uncle in Alabama, who's, you know, got the MAGA hat. You're not going to. First of all, campaigns are generally having you call lists of people that they think are at least potential supporters. They're not sending you to call heavily Republican lists. That's just counterproductive. It's a waste of their time. But even when I do get somebody on the phone who is just like, you know, go Trump or whatever, or I only vote Republicans, response is, thank you so much, have a great day, and we hang up the phone. Our job is to find our people, reluctant Democrats who almost never vote, independents who are persuadable, um, declined to states, people who are just low propensity voters, or people who want to vote, but are fuzzy on the process. Like, yeah, I do want to vote, but I still haven't gotten my absentee ballot, and they're like busy doing something else, so they haven't taken care of that yet, but we can help them. So, Most of what we do when we phone bank is help people who want to be helped. If they don't wanna be helped, they get off the phone, but it's not about trying to persuade someone who has totally drunk the Kool-Aid and is like screaming about things that are just you know upsetting and we don't wanna talk about. Those people are not who we're trying to persuade. We don't need them. It is a waste of time. The campaign doesn't want you wasting your time with them. So when I get someone like that on the phone, again, I'm gonna say, thank you so much, have a great day, click. I'm gonna mark them as strong opposed and the campaign's gonna take them off of their list, right? They don't want people like that on their lists either. They want to maximize their time and our time by looking for people who are potential votes. So part of what we're doing when we're phone banking is just finding those people and sort of sorting them into piles of like, that's not someone who's gonna vote for us. That's someone who maybe, they definitely need more attention. That person is so into us that like we're gonna put them in this pile over here We're not gonna bother with them again until the day before the election just to make sure they voted because they're a definite supporter and a high propensity voter. Then we're also right now doing stuff, we call it cleaning the lists. So for those of you who like to clean, we're basically just making sure everybody's phone number is still the same. You know, We're calling lists that are from elections two years ago, mostly. So some of that information is outdated. Sometimes people no longer live in that place or their phone number has changed or they've moved. Sometimes they're deceased. Sometimes they've changed parties, whatever their thing is. So that's what we're doing. We're sending that data back to the campaign. So we're both gathering data from the voter about who they support and where they are and their thoughts. And we are bringing data back to the campaign. Hey, that person now lives in California. So take them off the list. And that's the wrong number. It's disconnected, take that off. Um, This person wants to volunteer, call them. This person wants to drive people to the polls, reach out to them. This person wants a yard sign. So it's a lot of data exchange. And, but there is something about calling and talking to someone voice to voice, which every time I run a phone bank, I have a volunteer say, I just talked to somebody who was on the fence and we talked about like our kids and healthcare. And by the end, they, they're gonna vote for Biden. You know? So it's not like every person we talk to is a massive victory. But again, we think about our own tiny contribution. And if I phone bank for an hour and I get three people or two people were on the fence and are maybe going to support my person now, I have done my job. Other than that, it's a lot of not home. It's a lot of leaving voicemails when when the campaigns want you to leave voicemails. They do sometimes and they don't sometimes. Um, If you're nervous about using your own phone number, which a lot of people are, a lot of the campaigns now are using something called an automatic dialer or predictive dialer. You can just make sure that you use one of those. And it all goes through a computer program. So your phone number never comes into it. And you literally just sit there on hold until somebody picks up. And it's great. You actually talk to more people. And um, it's all very scripted. And I guess the last thing I'll say is that in my experience, between texting and phone banking, I mean, I love canvassing. That's awesome. But we're not doing that right now. Um, I actually find people are much nicer over the phone. My craziest, meanest responses from voters have always been... um, texting. I, I actually don't text all that often because people are so much nicer on the phone. I would just rather deal with the the politeness. I had someone today just tell me to F off on a text bank. And I was like, all I had asked him was had he heard of the candidate. No one would do that over the phone, but on text, they feel like they can do that. So I like calling. People tend to be nicer, especially when I speak with a smile, which is one of my big tips for phone banking is smile talking, which is as a woman, I don't like to be told to smile but in my experience that when I smile talk, it's the same thing that anybody who does any work on the phone knows. Like I sound different when I'm talking like this and when I'm talking like this, it's just different. So when I kind of talk with a smile and, and I am myself, I'm, I'm, I am me on the phone. I don't pretend to be somebody else. I act like myself. Um, if I make a mistake, I say, oh God, I'm so sorry. I'm a volunteer and I'm you know my mom and I've been doing homeschool all day and I'm tired. You know, that's how people actually connect with us. They relate with us through our humanity. So um, I emphasize the fact that I'm a volunteer. I recognize the fact that I'm barging in on people. And I say, even sometimes I hate when people call me, but this election is so important and people appreciate it. So um, I just encourage people to try it. We really do need more people on the phone. And, and, And the last thing really I will say, Is you know my daughter's very obsessed with Hamilton right now right so we're talking about the revolutionary Revolutionary War a lot and you know we talk about the fact that during the Revolutionary War the people who fought to found this country like died in massive numbers right to sort of defend the idea of our freedom and eventually our democracy right they died to form this country or they lost legs or they were blinded or you know people suffered horribly. If I am being asked to get on the phone and be a little bit uncomfortable to literally save our country, we are literally talking about saving this country, then I am going to do that. And I am pretty sure that all of you can. I know you two can, because you're podcasters. <laughs> you know, the worst, yeah. the worst that can happen is someone is mean to me. I get to keep my legs, you know? <laughs> I don't have to walk through a snowy valley and yeah, like with leather straps wrapped around my feet. I mean, you know, the stories from the Revolutionary War are pretty gnarly. Yeah. We're just being asked yeah. to make some phone calls. We can do it. Yeah. You can do it. All of you can do it. I will try right, and come to it. my phone banks.
0: Yay! Woo-hoo! So now how do, how do people go to your phone banks? Well, um, you can,
1: there's, uh, let's see. If, do you guys do like show notes or anything like that after this? Will you post some
0: information? Yeah, for people? yeah we, and we can po- post things in the uh, chat and everything.
1: Yeah, so you can post my email address, uh, the, the Chopwood Carry Water email address, gmail.com. People can email me and I can add you to my big list. I I invite people to a bunch of phone banks and you can come or not come as you see fit, but every phone bank I do, either I or somebody else will train you. Um, You always do them on Zoom. They're all remote, so you're with a group of people. And if somebody is mean, you can come back to the group and just say like, oh, somebody just called me the devil and then everybody laughs and people send you heart emojis and then you go on, right? (laughs) <laughs> and if you have a victory, then you come back to the Zoom and you share that and people are really excited for you. Uh, so you can do that. I highly recommend Flip the West. If you're concerned, particularly if you want for, for you know, RBG, if, you, if you're concerned about flipping the Senate, Flip the West is an extraordinary organization. They do great phone bank trainings like four times a week. Um, they just launched a training called Demystifying Phone Banking for GOTV that is apparently amazing. Um, there are these women who do a phone bank training called phone banking for introverts, which I can provide a link for, um, and oh. that's supposed to be great. Actually, it's on my Google Doc. You, you have access to my Google Doc, Oh, yeah, Doc, yeah. yeah. Right? Okay, cool. Yeah. So it's in there, phone yeah. banking for introverts, that's supposed to be great. Um,
0: okay.
1: You know, it's one of those things, like, you'll try it once or twice, and then you'll be like, oh, this is actually just mostly kind of boring. Like, mostly I'm just getting people who aren't home, and it's not all that exciting, but it does feel so good when you get somebody who needed your help. So those are a few of the ways. And I mean, my God, you can just Google like phone bank for Biden or, you know, there's a million ways to get involved, swing left, um, flippable, any number of organizations can guide you to phone banking, but um, you can post the link to my Google doc, which has a gazillion phone banks in it. If, if pro-choice is your thing, Planned Parenthood does phone banking. If environment is your thing, 350.org does phone banking. So there's a million ways in, and they'll all basically take you to the same kind of event, you know. We're not reinventing the wheel. This is something that we've all done for a long time and it works. And you know, scientists say that getting out of your comfort zone is actually very good for you. People who get out of their comfort zone regularly actually live longer. So, you know, this is an opportunity for us all to do something that we don't want to do, but that is good for us and good for our country. How exciting is that?
0: Yeah, and and I don't think anybody wants to look back on November 4th and wish they had done more.
1: That is for sure. That is for sure. And that's what this great, uh, I should, I'll I'll get you the link to the video too. Maybe you can post it in the chat after this great three minute video about phone banking. But she says that she's like, yes, it's uncomfortable, but you know, what will really be uncomfortable is waking up the morning after the election and finding out that we still have Trump in office. Like that will be devastating. And I definitely don't want to wake up the morning after and think I could have done, I could have done more. And I, I'm happy to say I am not going to wake up and say that, but I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't think that anyone wants to feel that way. Yeah. So, yeah. and it feels good For to be sure. part of a win. You'll love it. You'll love the feeling of having helped us win.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a wonderful feeling.
0: Yeah, so. and, and I should say like, this wasn't something you've done all your life. I mean, this is something that you chose to do in recent years and you've educated yourself and now you're really comfortable doing these things, but it's not like, I just want people to know, like it's easy to sometimes look at somebody who's talking like this and say like, oh, well, but you know, you dedicated your career to this. Like, this is something that you came to in after 2016 is when uh, really you yeah. kicked in, right? And, yeah, and so sure. it, you can you can make the choice to make the change in your life to make this a priority.
1: Absolutely. I am not a I'm a volunteer. I'm not a I, you know, I mean, I, I have Patreon sponsors, but like I'm not paid by anybody. Um, and I only ever phone bank during presidential elections before Trump was elected. So yeah, and I've people come to my workshop. I always tell the story of Sally. She came to my workshop a couple of months ago, and she, you know, my age, very, you know, just I don't know what she does, but definitely does not work in politics. And she was like, I mean, I will try it once but I'm telling you, I'm going to hate it. And I'm dyslexic, I can't read those scripts and I'm gonna suck at it, but I'll do it one time because you're telling me I should. And she came to my phone bank and God love her, ended up staying on after we all got off the Zoom. She was like, I'm still calling. She got us three volunteers her first time out and then just started phone banking all the time. And now I don't even hear from her anymore because she's just off phone banking. She found out she loved it and she was good at it. And she was positive she would not be. So. For some people it really is unbearably uncomfortable, but you won't know until you try. And for most people it will not be unbearable. Um, and and if you find out that it is, at least you tried. At least you gave it one try. But for ninety percent of us we'll be like, eh, I mean, it's, you know, I'd rather be taking a bubble bath, but you know,
0: I'll do it. Bring the phone I into can. the bathroom. The phone into the bathroom, bathroom. <laughs> we are all and over a massage, but yeah. I, I obviously haven't phone banked yet, but I have been texting and you're right, people can be really harsh on texting. Um, but the other day I got a text, you know, the, the first question I was supposed to ask was, can we count on your support? And, uh, and I got this really like inappropriate response back. And I was gonna just, you know, send back the thanks, have a good day. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And so I, I forget how I replied, but I kind of replied like, what are your issues kind of thing? Uh-huh. And, and, you know, it felt not to be judgmental, but it felt like, like a 16 year old boy texting mm-hmm. me back. Um, and he was like, if I get a hell yeah, then I'll vote for Biden. And I'm like, how, am I, how long am I going to let this person jerk me around? And then I was right. like, doesn't really hurt me just to text back hell yeah and see what he says and so i texted back hell yeah and then he texted back and he was like wow you must really want me to vote for biden like because i'd stuck with it for these few comments and i was like yeah i do it's really important and i gave like check your re- registration email and it ended up in this like really long chat with this person and by the end they were like all right i'll, I'll vote for biden
2: that's awesome yeah it didn't hurt
0: it didn't hurt it was like you know what i can let this person intimidate me because they think they're cute and funny and they're being obnoxious or i can just see where it goes and give it five minutes of my time and it felt really good at the end it was like all right well that got them back in line What's
1: next? It's amazing. I mean, I did a lot of texting with Open Progress for a long time. And you would see these conversations that people would post in the Slack that were so incredible, where someone starts out very mean and hostile, and then when you send them a reply that lets them know that you're a real person, half of the time they're like, oh, I did not know that you were a real person. Like, they genuinely think you're a bot. And then once they find out you're real, sometimes they will actually have a conversation. And yeah, sometimes there are some people who are so unplugged from politics that they're basically like, I don't really care. Like, what's the difference? And if you're like, okay, this is actually really important to me. They'll, they'll, they're like, all right, fine. I'll do it for you. Like I, I, I have had that experience (laughs) before and you know, whatever, whatever gets them my, yeah, well, anyway, I don't want to share that story publicly, but I mean, whatever gets somebody within reason to vote, you know, that is just a persuasion. It's wonderful. That's great. And yeah, texting can be really effective. Sometimes it does require a bit of a longer conversation and sometimes you got to get creative. I saw one texting conversation where the person they were texting with was started talking about Fortnite and the volunteer fortunately knew a lot about Fortnite so she started responding with these very like insider comments about Fortnite and she won his vote because of that wow. whereas I would have had no clue so I mean it was just kind of good luck that he got her and then
0: he was like you're amazing I'm gonna vote <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole thing
1: so you know That's crazy yeah
0: but so, that's what anyway. it's all about, right? It's all about right. reminding everybody that we're all the same well, and we have common interests and yeah, we're all in this. And a lot for of us right,
1: worry right we all worry about similar things, right? I mean, we all want our kids to grow up in a safe world and we you know, most of us worry about the same things. Not all of us, but generally mm-hmm. I can find a, an area of connection with a person on the phone.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I have to say both ways. Like I've also I started yesterday morning, texting with a friend and feeling really angry and down about Republicans and Trump supporters. And in the course of texting yesterday, I had a few people who were like, I'm voting Trump. And you know, you just say, all right, great. Thanks for letting me know, have a good day. And they like, there are a few people that replied back and were like, have a nice day. Thanks for checking, you know, and it was just like, you know, I don't understand the fundamentals of the decision to vote for the man, but it doesn't mean everybody who is, is a horrible person. And it kind of just renewed my faith in the other side. Like I still can't can't forgive anybody that's voting for him, but at least I felt like it was a reminder, like they're people too. And they, some of them are really nice people, (laughs) (laughs) you know, they just are misguided for whatever reason. Right. Um, yeah. So, in that regard, it made me feel slightly more optimistic about some of the people on the other side. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But that's I good. Couldn't convince them. <laughs> I couldn't turn them. But okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, texting
1: is, texting is hard too because I think they cast a very, very wide net with texting. So, I think that you will tend to get more Republicans. Um, I feel like phone banking they're a little bit more judicious about where they're sending you to call and I'm not sure why that is but it's it's just I think because they can cast a wide net texting they do so you do you end up getting a lot of people who are like Trump 2020 and you're just like oh my god really but calling I I don't get that I don't know that I've ever had somebody just yell trump 2020 at me on the phone oh yeah
0: you definitely get that yelled in the text but it's interesting (laughs) and it, it may just be my imagination but I honestly feel like between last week and this week i've been texting in arizona mostly and um since rbg passed away i swear to god more people there have been fewer trump 2020s interesting more and more either neutral or onboarding biden which because the first couple days i did it in it was like really depressing. And it was like yeah. 90% of the people were Trump 2020 mean and take me off the list. And then she passed away and everything every time since then, it's been like a very small fraction of the people. So yeah. maybe I'm just trying to keep myself positive. Or maybe there is some shift that happened. Um, yeah, yeah. I
1: think you're gonna actually like phone banking. I, I do yeah. feel again like <laughs> I feel like texting is very comparatively is very draining. And phone banking I find very uplifting. So um I, I'm not sure everybody feels that way, but for me, I tend to get depressed mm-hmm. when I'm texting. I think because there are so many Trump people because they're casting such a wide net and calling it's not, I don't know, I always feel pretty uplifted afterwards so
0: i'm definitely gonna try it i'm sure. terrified of it i am too I'm going to try it. <laughs> me Stop too it. but i'll do I'm it so good,
1: good. Yeah. come yeah. come to my biden phone bank on monday it's it's great okay yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's really monday, good no monday
0: yeah. i can't monday's not too <laughs> i'll um, send but... you my whole
1: schedule and you <laughs> yeah, all come, come you know. to yeah
0: all right definitely Excellent. we'll definitely do we are going to commit right now that we yes that.
2: we are committing
1: good and definitely check out the flip the west trainings they're really good yeah yeah they're they're, uh, those are definitely in my google doc also and you can post them for your people wherever but fabulous and uh they'll do does
2: does anybody listening have any questions just pop them in the comments and we'll pass them on
0: so just do you have any thoughts on Flipping the Senate and whether that's going to happen or what, what do you put your gut on Oh that?
1: Yes, it's going to happen. It has to happen. Yes, it's going to happen. I mean, you know, none of us can see into the future, but I believe it's going to happen. Um, the polling in Iowa is extremely good. The polling in Kansas is really good. Um, the polling in Arizona is outstanding, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Georgia is somewhat competitive. Alaska is competitive. Um, Montana is somewhat competitive. I mean, I think we still have a little bit of work to do there. Uh, Colorado is extremely competitive, North Carolina is competitive. There's a lot of seats we just need for if we can win the presidency. Um, and we need to hold Doug Jones's seat, but um, yeah, I mean, it's we have a lot of money, there's been a lot of money raised, so financially, we are destroying the other side. I actually think uh, Jamie Harrison is going to win. I
0: think
1: Lindsey Graham was on Twitter crying about how desperate for money he is you know he's awful and i think he's going to get punished at the ballot box
0: yeah
1: and jamie harrison yeah i think if we get
0: him and mcconnell out then that's
1: mcconnell i mean i we get mcconnell out by winning the majority mcconnell will then become a minority leader and that will actually almost be worse for him yeah (laughs) Yeah. You know, and and i mean look i'd love to see amy mcgrath win but that's a that's a tough Mm -hmm. you know that's a tough seat but it doesn't matter if we win the Senate. For me, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. I don't care. Mitch McConnell can crawl off into obscurity and, you know, <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even want to start. Crawl
2: back under his wing. I shouldn't say on Facebook. <laughs> right. but,
0: yeah. We're all feeling um, but, yeah. it's okay. Yeah,
1: just, you know, um, Flip the West is a great organization. If you want to flip Senate seats, I really recommend them mm-hmm. very highly. And um, yeah, we should all be working on that very, very hard. Because if we flip the Senate, I feel that that will bring us also Biden. Um, and, and, you know, if Trump steals the election, but doesn't have the Senate, he can kick and scream all he wants. He's still not going to have really much he can do. So I don't right. think that's going to happen, but I'm just pointing out that it is another way that we can protect ourselves. So, right. um, but yeah, I think we're going to do it. I know we're going to do it. We're going to flip the Senate. We're going to hold the house. We're going to beat Trump and we're going to flip a whole bunch of state legislatures. It is going to happen. Mark my words.
0: For people... Excellent.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, and also,
0: if, if we flip the Senate, it's harder for Trump to claim he won if, right, if right. in fact, he well, did
1: Well, that's, that's the thing, is that in order for him to claim that he actually won, he has to say that every election in the country was invalid. At which point, okay, then that's just chaos. Then what do we do then? Like, we don't have elections right. anymore because right. we're holding elections the same way we always have. So right. it, you can't have one and not the other this is why it's not going to happen. He can't, it's, it's not (sighs) just ignore him. Okay. (laughs) I rarely talk about this, but (laughs) I'm going to say say something right now that I rarely, rarely, almost never talk about, but my dad was a filmmaker, right? He made horror films. This is something I do not talk about, but it's applicable Mm -hmm. here. He made a movie called Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you've ever seen it. Yeah. Probably some yeah. people have and some people haven't. But there's, you know, the boogeyman is Freddy Krueger. And in the end, the way the woman in the film beats him, her whole thing is you turn your back on them and you take away their energy. And then they literally just evaporate. And I'm not comparing Trump to Freddy Krueger. I, I actually am <laughs> to Freddy Krueger.
2: But it, it, I he, he
1: gets so much of his energy from us you know? And yeah. so my whole thing with him is just to screen. I don't give him, I don't talk about him. I don't read his tweets. I don't read, I don't listen to him talk. He does not exist for me to the best of my ability because yeah. what he wants is to exist for all of us all the time. So, um, turn your back on him. He's just Freddy Krueger. He is a, he is defeatable just like yeah. Freddy Krueger was. And just like everybody is defeatable. He's not a supernatural being. He's yeah. just a human politician. So, um, that is, the probably the last time for 10 years that i will talk about that publicly again but i just wanted
0: (laughs) to say it yeah yeah, okay i always think of um since we're using movie references i always think of labyrinth labyrinth when she finally finally realizes realizes it and says that line you have no power over me right 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 like why am i giving you any of my energy
1: it's a classic yeah. abuser and abused relationship at this point. And we as mm-hmm. women, especially, yes. and you know, the, the middle-aged women who are running this army right now, it is our job to say, like, you can't, you, uh, the second I turn my back on you, you have no power over me. Yeah. And we are working very, very, very hard. And we will defend. Yeah. And this yeah. is a female, this is a, we are fighting the patriarchy, I could go on. But like, yeah. our job is mm-hmm. to not be bullied by this man. And the mm-hmm. way we are not bullied is we get on those darn phones and we text and we write and we call and we talk to our friends and family and we get people to vote and that is how we defeat this man mm-hmm. we women it's, specifically yeah.
0: yeah and especially because <laughs> it is almost in, all women yeah and especially in honor of our three since absolutely yeah. Absolutely. Says he's going to replace her. He thinks that he can say, I'm replacing her with a woman and we're all stupid and we're going to be like, oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. oh it's yeah. a woman. Fine. He's destroying her legacy by appointing whichever one of these women he appoints. So we need to fight harder in her memory and her honor to be the women that, you know, don't, don't stand for it. And don't right.
1: And he can't you, destroy her legacy. He can't destroy it if okay. we don't let him yeah. Yeah, her legacy is in us to win yeah. that is how we carry her legacy on is we win we destroy him at the ballot box yeah. and uh and then who's destroying who at that point he can't destroy her legacy again her legacy is so much bigger than him she's worth a million of him literally
0: right yeah, yeah. did you see his visit to i did <laughs>
1: I did. And this is the thing I want people to remember is that when you take him out of his little supporter bubble, America hates him. And it's really easy for us to forget that because all the press shows us is his supporter bubble. I don't know why, but that is what they choose to cover. But the majority of the country hates him. So it is when you take him out of that bubble, it's the same thing with the town hall he did last week. People don't, he's awful. And people know it. Americans are not stupid. So that is why I just want people to stop watching the news.
0: Yeah, and do the work. Yeah, I thought the town Less hall was fa- the town hall was fascinating because pretty fascinating. You, could, you couldn't see most people's mouths because they had their masks on. Their <laughs> eyes were so. Every answer was like, every person's eyes were like, "That's not what I asked you." Or like, "You're a fucking asshole," or whatever it was. <laughs> they just like was all in their eyes. Yeah, was yeah. really interesting. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. just,
1: you know, he never lets himself be in those situations. But as we get closer to the election, he will and he has to. And yeah, mm-hmm. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. The I'd like to get what's the debates.
2: I was going you to say, what's your thought forward. on how the debate's going to go next week?
1: I don't know. And I don't care, quite frankly. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. Again, like to me, that's all part of the the press and the show, yeah. like the circus. Like, I, I mm-hmm. mean, I know who I'm voting for and there's obviously no question like we yeah. all know we don't even need these debates. I, I don't know if there is an undecided American left. And if there is, good there they is should you. watch the debates. Right, right. That's great. And they should watch them. Yeah. I'm not I am not, I mean, if anyone really has a question right now about who is more fit to be president, then they're insane, quite frankly. So sorry if I'm offending
0: anybody, but. No, that's okay, not in this area. Yeah, I mean, then. then, We lost them a long time ago. Yeah, I I, I probably lost them in the first part of this podcast, but
1: yeah. But I think think that, you know, Trump will be insane and crazy and Biden will hopefully, uh, I think Biden's gonna do great. Biden has been doing great and Trump is destroys himself every time he opens his mouth so yeah but I will not be watching I can't watch Trump I don't, I don't watch him yeah. Freddy Krueger
0: Yeah <laughs> no it's really it's good advice it's, it's good. I I do it to myself because I feel like I need to stay informed but I guess I have all the information I need right now yeah
1: yeah <laughs> I don't think and you're not getting informed by him anyway you're getting lied yeah. to so it's not information yeah yeah um no for me it's not
0: about informed about what he he is saying or doing it's more like we watch at least an hour of fox news every day
1: oh god oh
0: yeah but, but because it's really interesting to hear how the other side is getting brainwashed
1: and yeah
0: and what the talking points are and what's avoided so it's it actually is really interesting in the context of just like talking to people or texting people or having conversations with people. And I know that might be on the fence. It's like, I, I understand. Like if you, if you buy into that at all, like mm. Fox is brilliant at making it seem real and logical. You yeah. know? Um, so, it, you know, it's, it, sometimes it makes you think like, well, am I as brainwashed by the other side as these people are by this side? because it it makes sense if you're a crazy anti-Semitic Nazi, this makes sense. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's just interesting. I, I can only do it in short skirts, but we do watch a, a bit every day. Um, wow. And, uh, and you see, it, it just, it gives you, I mean, all you see is Portland burning, the the mm-hmm. block of Portland that's burning which makes it seem like if you buy into that agenda, it makes it seem like the country is out of control, unless you stop and say, they keep showing me the same block of Portland Mm -hmm. over and over. Or we'll say like April 21st, 2020. And it's like months ago, that didn't happen yesterday. So it's just interesting from from that perspective to, um, to, kind of just keep an eye on what's what the dialogue is um yeah. but then it gets like insanely frustrating and i either have to leave the room or i get really angry and, <laughs> yeah. and so i do it in little little spurts
1: right? you're way more emotionally resilient than me i couldn't do yeah that. i can't do
0: it <laughs> i can't do it yeah. Yeah. i don't know, yeah. I don't I know maybe, maybe i'm just more of a masochist and, yeah. <laughs> But I think we should end this the way we started, which is, I agree, I am hopeful that there are enough strong-willed, good people out there that are gonna vote the right way and convince as many people as possible to do it. And all we can do is do do as much as- we Get can up every day and With the time we have, you know? Yep, and, um, yep. So, you know, we thank you because you really have um, we've learned so much from you and mm-hmm. you really do inspire us and, and now we're even gonna willingly done phone band. Give it a try. Give it a try. <laughs> Go try. Go Hopefully check we us. get some other people to join us.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think Flip the West even has a training tonight. They have them, I think, every Tuesday okay. and Thursday twice a day. So yeah. Oh, check them out. Time. Go Great. check them out. Come come join me at one of mine. They're short and yeah. easy and uh yeah it's like one of those come on in the water is fine situation but <laughs> thank you for well to me. Swimmer. <laughs> and i've got a bunch of activism 101s coming up this week so if anyone okay. wants to come and do a one-hour free workshop that'll give you other ways you can help uh Excellent. you know email me and i'll send you the schedule i've got one in about an hour actually i've got one at five oh, okay. tonight. Yeah. cool so
0: the same the same email address as before and they can reach out to you and then yes
1: and i'll send them the zoom registration link i've got one at 5 p.m tonight pacific time and then you know one on saturday one on sunday a couple next week so yeah
0: yeah we have like we said we have done jess's workshop as part of our summit and it's amazing there's so many different things you can do that are in in your comfort zone if you are afraid to do one thing or another we get it you know we're not Mm -hmm. trying to pressure anybody into doing anything they don't want. There are enough things you can do. I just said, even if it's, it makes a difference of 1%, that's huge. Mm -hmm. So do what you feel comfortable doing and get used to it. You know, I think I feel ready to do phone banking because I feel so comfortable with all the other stuff right now, that it's like, oh, why not? Give it a shot right. so yeah. start by doing what you can and, and, yeah. There, are, there's also i want to say there are um nancy what's that organization you sent me today that uh if, let me if grab you can't it, afford it's... to do i i know it can be expensive to do letters and postcards you gotta buy the postcards you gotta buy the stamps it, you know it's not always easy for people but we'll post a link in the chat of an organization that you can even if you can't afford the postcards, they'll send you postcards and stamps.
1: Is that Sunrise? And it's it's got to be Sunrise.
0: Yeah, it's I like think sunrise. you, did you
2: post about it today, Jess? I did. I posted about yeah, it Yeah, so yesterday. I got, I I got the information from you. Yeah. 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 It's pay
1: what you can. So if you can afford to pay for it, yes. great. And if you can't, they will literally send you all, everything you need for free, yeah. which is great. Yeah. That's really good. And they're beautiful postcards yeah. too. They're beautiful postcards.
2: Free. And the other thing about them is that they are, um, they're, they are trying to mobilize younger people too mm-hmm. which is great they're so, all to young
1: voters yeah which yeah. is great sunrise yeah. is a fantastic organization i can't say enough good things about them okay. i am a I'll member but i'm really too old so <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm like
1: i'm like a sunrise grandmother but the, you know it's a great great organization for young people so
0: yeah. yeah so um so we will post that link as well so if, if you can't afford it you can afford it that's awesome. Nice. yes um yep so well, this has Yay! been amazing. And, Thank you so um, much.
1: Thank you, ladies. It was very We're six fun. weeks
0: away, everybody. So, 39 follow, days, Jess, Yes. Follow Chopwood yeah. uh, Carry Water on yeah. social media as well and stay yeah. on top of what Jess is doing because there might come a day where you think you don't have time and you find you do and you see what Jess is doing. Because the other thing I have to say is what's great about Jess is she sends out a daily email blast. Election aside, there's a daily email blast that goes out and it gives you action items that you can do on a daily basis. Like these are the things you should do today. Call this person, email this person, you know, the representatives, and this is what you have to say, this is what you should write in your email. It makes it so easy. And in five minutes you can make a difference and you can do it every day. And it's an amazing, amazing resource. Thank you.
1: Just trying to stay sane over here. <laughs> <laughs> hope is in action.
0: Woo. Yes. Woo. All right. Okay. Well, thanks, thank ladies. you, Jess. Okay. Have a great thank day. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, week. Jess. Okay. Bye. See you next time.
2: Bye. See you next time.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.